0: Now, have you ever thought about how you make air tangible? Well, you're going to learn out how from the master today, Mr. Drew Cameron. Now today we've got some special content from Drew Cameron on how to make air tangible. If we don't communicate the importance of air quality to our homeowners, we're really missing out. Take it away, Drew. Thanks, Wally. Welcome to Contractor University powered by EGIA. I am Drew Cameron from Flow Odyssey and I'm going to be your host today. And we're going to talk about, in this edition of Cracking the Code, making air tangible. Okay, now why do we want to make air tangible? Well, if we don't make air tangible, then it doesn't get the level of importance that I think it needs to have in the customer's mind, right? We just breathe and we we take it for granted every day. Okay, we worry more about the quality of the food that we eat and the the cleanliness of that food and and the quality of the the fluids and um, whatnot that we put in our body. Even to this point, like, you know, when I grew up, you used to drink out of a hose every so often as a kid, if you were thirsty outside during the summer. Nowadays, we bottle water. Right. And they're charging like anywhere between a dollar to five or six dollars a bottle at a sporting event right? And so we've got water that's bottled, right? And it's marketed in all kinds of different kinds of ways nowadays, right? It'd be great if we could bottle air and make it that that tangible, if you will, and create a heightened level of awareness within our consumers, so much so that they would consider it and really think about it when making buying decisions, right? But otherwise, they just think you're just heating and cooling the air. They don't know about the fact that you might be you know, heating up the air and not drying out the air, but giving the air the ability to hold more moisture. That, you know, amount, the amount of particles and contaminants and volatile organic compounds and chemical compounds and hazardous materials, you know, that are, that are in the air. If we could colorize the air so that the customer could actually see it moving and see based on the color of the air, what the urgency level is of that air in the home. Um, and is it moving the way that it should? Is it heated and cooled the way that it should? Humidified, dehumidified? Filtered, purified. If we, if we could do that, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Well, I, I don't know that that's going to happen in our lifetime to be able to colorize air, uh, but there are some things that we can do to bring air to life and make it visible. That's what I, I mean when I say make it tangible. If you can make it vis- tangible, you can make it visible. And if you can make it visible, you can make it, uh, uh, a customer pay attention to it. And if you can make a customer pay attention to it, and educate them on, you know, are they getting the desired experience they want from the air in their home, um, and how outside air is impacting inside air, then they're gonna make better buying decisions. So that being said, let's kind of uh, take a quick look at how can we, as technicians and as salespeople, uh, focus in on making air tangible for customers so we can tell a different story than everybody else who's out there selling in heating and air conditioning and trying to be box changers right? You can play that game and you can be successful, you just can't be great. Greatness comes from being something unique, something different, something unprecedented, right? And that's what I want to invite you to consider doing in your business. So I'm going to list, you know, give you a list of tools. I think it's about 15 tools I'm going to give you a list of. And there's no right or wrong ones here. You pick the ones that work for you. You may already have some of these in your business. The question is, are you using them you know, on the service calls and on the sales calls to help a customer see their home and their life in a different way. So, thing number one is a duct blaster. It's a a tool that is designed to pressurize the duct system to bring those leaks to life, and show the customer how much their duct system is actually leaking, and then gives you the ability to go ahead and do duct sealing, either with mastic, silicone, foil tape, or AeroSeal because you can identify the amount of leakage that they got. You can actually quantify the leakage that they've got. And and the uh, EPA, the Department of Energy, says that the average duct system leaks between 25 and 40%. You'll be able to quantify that for a customer. You'll be able to uh, solve that problem, improve the comfort in their home, improve the system operation, therefore longevity, as well as energy uh, savings on on there, as well as the air quality, right? Because if I've got holes in the duct system, it can pull stuff in and pull through into the house. A blower door, also known as an infiltrometer. This is basically where we put the, uh, a fan on the front door and we suck all the air out of the house and we put the house under a negative pressure. Okay, well, we, we know where the duct leaks now. Well, why don't we see where the house leaks? The average house has a hole in it that is four square feet. A four by four, which is actually 16 square feet, for, um, hole in the wall. It's like leaving one of your windows open you know, all winter long. And if you ask a customer, would you leave one of your uh, windows open all year long, days, nights, weekends, and holidays? They say, absolutely not. You say, why not? Well, it's unsafe, it's unhealthy, it's uncomfortable, it's energy wasting, yes, yes, and yes. We can quantify that, what that hole is with a blower door and infiltrometer, and help a customer see that. They're gonna make a better buying decision. When you tell them that, it's like you can't unsee these things now. That's why this is important, right? You're making it tangible. Theatrical smoke, with a blower door, I can walk around the house with a smoke pencil and I can go by the outlets and the switch plate covers on the outside walls. I can go by the stair risers as well. I can go by can lights, recessed lighting, um, around registers and diffusers, right? Because the system's not on when you're doing this, te- you know, this blower door test. And I can ha- show the customer where this leakage is coming into their house. Their house is, is meant to breathe, but it's breathing uncontrollably. You're supposed to control the air and theatrical smoke can bring that leakage to life, if you will. The theatrical smoke can also work with the duct blaster when you're basically walking around the, uh, you know, the, the duct system with the duct blaster activated. You can see with this little uh, a puff of smoke where they're going to be pulling air in. And again, if it's in an attic or a crawl space, that's a nasty place to be pulling air from. A flow hood. A flow hood quantifies air. That's pretty cool. When I pull out a flow hood in a home, I I try and get all my customers to buy flow hoods and give them to every salesperson, every installer should have one, and every technician should have one, right? Because we got to test our duct systems. I mean, if we're going to heat and cool the air, right, don't we want to make sure it gets to where it's supposed to and gets back to where it's supposed to in the quantities that it's supposed to? Well, flow hood allows us to do that. And when you measure the, the, uh, the air in a house, you find the, uh, you know, the hot spots and the cold spots. You may even go to a house and the customer says they have no hot spots and cold spots. Then you go text, test the duct system, and you say, well, it looks like you're not getting a lot of air out of this, this register here, but this one over here seems like you're getting a lot. And the customer says, yeah, this room is a little bit uncomfortable, because you've now quantified it. You've, you've made them take ownership. The numbers don't lie, the facts don't lie. It's math, facts, science, data. It's not opinion. Most salespeople and, and technicians are working based off of opinion but the tools are what turn it into reality, A hot-wire manometer, it's another device when you can't get the flow hood into tight locations for you to measure air flow. A volometer is a different device. It measures the velocity of air and the quantity of air. It's a little device that you can plug, uh, put up to to a register if you don't want to get into the full-blown flow hood. Uh, device, But the flow hood is pretty cool because I can give the flow hood to the homeowner to hold and I can record the information and they can be the one actively engaging and testing their duct system. Because if you're not measuring, you're not testing, you're just guessing. Right? Indoor air quality monitors. Air advice makes one. CPS makes one. Uh, FUBOT, there's all kinds of devices out there for testing the quality of the air. We can measure particulate, temperature, humidity, volatile organic compounds and such. And not only uh, get a report on that information, but like with AirAdvice, for example, not only do we get a report, but we also get advice on solutions. And so again, it's not me telling them what to do, it's a credible independent third party, and we ran uh, an air quality analysis in 30 minutes, and here's what it's telling you is in your air. You can't get around from the math, facts, science, and data. right? Laser particle counters. Um, I know IQ Air is one filtration company that makes one device, counts the number of particles that are in the air as it's kind of coming through. The cool thing about it is they make a testing device uh, for their filter. They have a MERV-16 filter that they have, and they have a testing device, and you can mount the laser particle counter on the testing device, meaning it's their filter, and then you go ahead and you put that over a register. Actually, excuse me, you test the quality of air first with the laser particle counter. And you'll see there's like hundreds of thousands of particles coming through the air, right? You can't see them, right? You're standing there and you're breathing all this stuff and you don't see them. They're microscopic, but the uh, laser particle counter is counting them, okay? And let's say it's like 200 and some thousand parts uh, per million. Well, then I mount this onto the IQ uh, IAQ Air filter device, testing device, and I put the filter now over the register and the air is now coming through the filter and then getting tested. And you will see the particle count drop to zero. It's not it's not it's not trickery, right? It's because the MERV 16 filter captured everything. And that's a neat little tool that you can get to help you sell uh, air, uh, air filters is a laser particle counter. Data loggers, these are devices that you can leave at a house to record temperature and humidity and and things of that nature beyond air quality. And the neat thing about a data logger is when you have a customer who has a house and they say that it's uncomfortable, you can, you know, if you're not there and you can't see what's happening because your technicians go and they don't find anything, everything seems to be functioning, working properly. But then at night, things change in the space. Well, I can leave a data logger there to kind of bring to life the, the recorded data over time. And that's a neat little tool to, to kind of help you get things done. Petri dishes. Petri dishes are l- neat little things that can measure the, uh, the air quality, and, or tell you, I should say, uh, not measure the air quality, tell you what's in the air. It can measure, measure what is the quality of the air, and you leave them out for a number of days uh, with the customer. There's instructions for them to seal it up and put it in a box, which is pre-addressed, and they ship it out, and you send it to an indoor air quality testing facility, and they can report back what is in the air, right? And so I'm never one to use the M word in the house, mold, uh, but I do use the word biological growth. And a Petri dish will tell you if there are mold spores in the air, right? Because now I've got a professional who's, who's analyzing the Petri dish to tell me what is actually in the air. Number 11 is infrared cameras. Infrared cameras are pretty cool. I was at a house last week. There were 13 registers in the house. There were 15 supplies connected to the ductwork. There were two of those supplies: one going to the master bedroom bathroom, excuse me, and one going to the upstairs hall bathroom as well. And when I went back to those rooms; they did not have registers. So someone ran the ducts but disconnected the registers and and or tiled over them. So we're going to use an infrared camera to see if that duct work is there and where it terminates, so we can you know cut a hole hopefully in the tile and get the airflow back into those bathrooms. And nobody, but nobody told this woman, and it's her brand new house, she's just been moved in since February, no one told her that they could restore comfort to those two bathrooms, which she told us were problems. So again, infrared cameras are going to be a neat little tool for that. A duct camera. I can put a duct camera or a boroscope inside um, the ductwork work or inside a heat exchanger to check the quality of the heat exchanger, make sure there's no cracks in that, where I can put it inside the duct system and I can see what's in the duct system. What is the dirt and debris situation inside the duct system before doing the duct cleaning as well as after doing the duct cleaning. So a duct camera is a very effective tool. You can also get a filter de- gem- demonstration chamber. There are some companies out there that sell media filters as well as the low voltage electronic filters. And you can get this little chamber uh, that has a fan in it and has a a small sample size of their filter in it and has a a plexiglass clear top on it. And you you close that all up, you turn the fan on, and you then uh, uh, use your smoke puffer and fill the chamber with smoke. And then turn the fan on and you'll just see it circulates all the particles within the chamber. And then you can basically flip another switch where it the, the, will now pull the, the um, uh, you know the air through the filter, and you can see if it, you know how it cleans out the air. And it's a neat way to demonstrate for a customer you know air it's obviously not that contaminated in the way you know because we made it you know visible, but it's a neat way to show how we can clean up the air with the filters that we offer. A load calculator. If you're not doing load calculations in the home to properly size equipment and tell the customers how much. Their house is heating, uh, losing heat, and how much house uh, heat it's gaining during the summer, and showing them that their equipment is either sized properly or in size, uh, uh, incorrectly sized, and what you're going to replace it with, and properly size it, and size it to the BTUs, not to load, you know, not to the tons, because the load, you know, sized to a ton is kind of a it's a catch-all, right? Size it to the BTUs because you can match certain outdoor units with certain indoor air handlers or coils, and you can get a whole range of uh, BTU capacities as well as efficiencies. So a load calculator, again, makes the customer see that you're properly sizing heating and cooling system. Don't do one and not show the load calculation report to the customer. It should be an educational tool that, again, separates you from your competition. And lastly, a ductulator. Once I know how much air I need to move, right, if you're not using a flow hood um, you know, and, and going to reuse the duct system, well, at the very least, you should pull out an app or a ductulator if you will, the little slide rule or little wheel uh, ductulators, and say, here's what your duct system was designed to carry when it was installed, you know, with the static pressure that it was designed for 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. And here's how much air I need to move with the new machine. And as you can see, here's what your system is capable of moving, and here's what we need to move, okay, based on, on the airflow for the new machine. And as you can see, we're gonna be short because the technology that exists today did not exist when your duct system was created. And so your duct system is not adequate, typically without some minor duct modifications for today's high efficiency and advanced technology. And so now I can show a customer I have to enlarge the return or add return, maybe enlarge the supply a little bit. That's the conversation we had last week with a gentleman uh, in, at one of my client's locations. And we were able to help him see. Now he complained that he walked around the house and he said, I, I don't see the curtains blow when I walk past some of the registers. I don't even feel any of the air coming out. Well, we went down in the, into the, uh, the basement and we found out that he has a three-ton machine, a three-and-a-half-ton machine that is basically carrying about two-and-a-half tons worth of air. And we were able to quantify it, illustrate it to him. What, again, I could have given him the opinion. I knew what it was. But with the math, facts, science, data, and tools, we made the air tangible. And he bought not only the solution on the equipment, but he also has, uh, bought a... Uh, high efficiency duct system modification for an extra about $3,500 and no one else offered it to them. So your job as a technician, as a salesperson is to make air tangible and give customers good information so they can make good choices and they will make good choices. Until next time, all the best for continued success. Thank you, Mr. Drew Cameron. It's great to have you on the show once again. Now, if you're not an EGI member and you want access to this show emailed to you every week, fill out the form to the right of this video. That's it for now, my friends. Bye bye for now.